travel with us as we go to the Galapagos Islands. On this trip, we're going to go to Santa Cruz Island as well as San Cristobal Island. The Galapagos are known as one of the most expensive parts of any trip. Can you do it though on a budget? Which we definitely had. So follow along, learn some tips from myself, from Jess, and we're going to kind of guide you on the best ways to go to both Santa Cruz and San Cristobal and have a good time. Welcome to I'm Not Lost Travel Podcast. Today we're going to talk all about the Galapagos and the islands, what you can see and do there, and just a little bit about our trip there. And I wanted to do it separate because a lot of people who go to Ecuador don't always make it to the Galapagos. So I feel like if I keep it as its own little episode, it'll be shorter. And those who aren't going can skip it. And those who are just going specifically for it can listen to this. Um, And I'm also going to include Guayaquil because that is part of a lot of people's itinerary for going to the Galapagos. Usually the planes go through there. Even if they come through Quito, they'll stop in Guayaquil, pick people up and keep going all the way to uh, the Galapagos Islands. So a little bit about our adventure there. Um, I flew from Quito on a short, maybe 35, 40 minute plane from Quito to Guayaquil to meet Jess. And she landed right around the same time. I flew Latam and it was super cheap and uh, I think like 60 bucks. So it was, you know, a little more expensive than the bus. I think the bus was like 25, but it saved from eight hours to an hour and it was way worth it. So a little bit about that. Once we got there, we were able to get an Uber and we stayed at the Radisson Hotel, which was booked um, and included breakfast, which was really nice, a pool. I think it's considered a five-star hotel and it was really affordable. So we wanted to stay somewhere safe, secure. Um, and just a nice place to enjoy each other's company for the first um, time we got to hang out on the trip. So we stayed there, and once we checked in, we walked down towards the Malacón. And at the Malacón, we were about to start walking there and tackling it. Um, And a lot of people said it's not safe around this area, not safe around that area. Um, And just to be be kind of blunt, uh, Guayaquil is known as not very safe right now. So you really do want to keep kind of that in mind as you're exploring Maybe as far as what, if you leave a backpack, don't bring it, um, keep your phone in your pocket, et cetera, et cetera. So knowing that it wasn't very safe, Jess and I decided uh, after seeing one of those hop on, hop off buses, we're like, oh, there's a bus. Should we take it? And we, next thing you know, we jumped on and it saved us from having to walk around the whole city and worry about if this area is safe or not. And they had one, uh, like a speaker on the top, which had both English and Spanish. But the fun part about it is somehow... Um, they didn't have the front where usually the glasses and we were the very front seat on the upper deck. So you actually had to physically like drop, you know, contort your body in half to get lower than the front. So you didn't get impaled by a branch or as we soon uh, learned later, actual low hanging electrical wires. So a little sketchy. And we ended up somehow, um, I don't know if just pulled it off, but we got it for free, I believe. No, I think they actually paid us. They gave us the wrong change or something. So it actually worked out perfect. And it took about two hours and ended right at sunset. So it was kind of dark when we finished. Um, but I think it's cost about $8 otherwise. And it picked up right from the central uh, church near the Malecon. So... That being said, and by by the way, at the church, if you do go by there, it's really cool because they do, I think it's the only place in an actual city, like within the city where 
um, the iguanas actually live. So the iguanas are all around the city park there, just hanging out. So that's a kind of cool little thing to see. And then the Melicone is fenced. So I would say that's probably more safe. It looks brand new. I think it was redone not too long ago. So that would be something you could do and enjoy um, if you were just, you know, hey, I want to go somewhere safe, just follow the Melicone. It's different in that it's blocked off by a gate. And I'm sure there's security on that side too, as well as like a lot of touristy things like um, a, a cable car and some, you know, all kinds of musicians and things like that. So, okay. So from there, after that, we went to a, some, we went to the mall and we, again, Ubered everywhere because apparently everyone said it's dangerous to walk from here to there and, and, and back and forth. So we went to a mall and ended up getting the exotic uh, subway. It was the first subway of my trip. I was kind of tired of um, empanadas and plantains. So it was a nice treat and just got a salad. So the really fancy mall too, not far from where we were at, at the Radisson Hotel. Um, after that, we just went back for a swim and got ready because we had a big day tomorrow to get to Galapagos. So the first place um, that we were going to was San Cristobal. The flight was about a one-hour flight from Guayaquil to San Cristobal. Um, and we only were allowed, with our tickets, um, a 10-kilo carry-on. So um, the, And then also we got with that a checked bag, so about 22 kilos for our checked bag. Before you get on the plane, you have to pay a $20 tourist transit card. Um, you pay that in cash on the mainland. So pay it right at the airport um, when you get there. And then once you get to the island, you're going to pay a $100 national park fee. So $120 before you even get to step foot out of the airport and enjoy um, the, the islands. Uh, the plane, you do go through like a extra security check where they go through your bag pretty rigorously and scan it. But... Both of us made it through and I know like you can't have, they're pretty strict on like nuts and, and certain foods, but I had like granola bars and I think granola maybe. And they were totally cool with that. And I, or at least they didn't say anything to me or didn't notice it one or the other. But um, the flight was super chill, super easy and um, pretty if you can sit against the window. I always give Jess the window seat. So um, she got to enjoy that, but that's okay. Um, that is just love, I guess, when you give someone the window seat. <laughs> um, and then once we got there, we stayed at Hostel Romy, um, which I found online. It was super affordable. And Romy is actually the owner and super kind, super informative. So when you land, you have to wait and the dog comes around and checks all the bags. And uh, just thought that was absolutely hilarious. Um, I, I thought it was a little strange too, but it wasn't quite the kick that she got out of it, seeing the dog go in and around and up and down and over all the bags. Once a dog does all the bags, smelling them, um, I have no idea. I'm sure he's looking for food and, and plants and all the things that you could possibly bring. Um, then you can take your bag and go. Most people are leaving on tour. So there's tour buses to picking everyone up. And I decided that let's try and carry our bags. And we have at least let me speak for myself, the worst designed Osprey transporter bag. You put your Osprey heavy bag in that bag to keep it safe when traveling. And it is terrible because it won't go on your back. And yet you can't like sling it over your shoulder because it's like over 50 pounds. So carried that thing above my head, which shows you that you really should stay in shape if you're going to be backpacking because you never know. That's actually was a really hard walk. But um, I actually like doing stuff like that because it, it's kind of like a little workout within the day since you can't go to the gym. But anyhow, so we got to Hostel Romans. We dropped our stuff off. He's a really great guy. The place was nice, clean, second floor, giant room, had AC. You definitely, well, you probably should have that because it gets pretty warm there. 
it was the first time I was warm that uh, so far in Ecuador um, after, you know, being in Quito, which is a higher elevation. We set out to do a really cool, um, let's see, a really cool like trail. That was the first thing we did. We walked through there. We went to the museum, which was really neat. There's a really informative museum about Darwin, his time on the islands, kind of like the history, more the history of the island, I'd say, versus the Darwin specific museum um, at the Research Institute. This one is about the history of the island. And again, just having known nothing about the island, this was really informative. And I think we both stopped and like, wow, did you read that? after everyone just with these really interesting nerdy facts. Um, but I know like we kind of are into weird nerdy facts. So I don't know if everyone would get a kick out of it, but it was really cool. We went through every room there and really liked it. Uh, after that, what we ended up doing was going for the trail hike. Um, and there was, gosh, I think it took us at least a full hour. Um, I can't think probably about an hour to get there. And it was like, at some points we were kind of double and triple checking to make sure that we were, you know, even going to the right place. Cause that's how far it kind of was. And we weren't seeing people for a long time, but I think that was just kind of, everyone goes to the closest place and we went to the little, the farther beach, but we were so glad that we did. Cause we saw the coolest stuff there. We saw, um, tons of iguanas. We saw some turtles swimming out there. We saw, um, what else did we see? Mostly turtles probably was the highlight of that. But I thought the um, real highlight was we were walking back after snorkeling by ourselves. I think there's like four other people on the beach. So it's really, um, really to your, you know, to your, it's different than the other beaches, which are pack, not packed, but there's a lot of people in that we were walking back after swimming, having a nice time. And there's a ton, again, a ton of iguanas, but walking back and all of a sudden I can't see that well I'll be honest and out of the corner of my eye I was like is that a booby and it was the there was actually a set of boobies um on the on the rock um and we walked over there and got closer thinking it's gonna fly off it got closer and it didn't fly off and next thing you know um we actually saw a blue-footed booby and it was really cool I had super surprised I think Jess was more surprised that I actually spotted it because, again, I'm not – my eyesight is not the best um, at anything that's not – I don't know. That's anything useful, I guess. So that was really cool. We were both so excited that we did that. Um, and then afterwards, we went to some of the closer hikes that were nearby. So this one was the farther one. Um, I believe it was uh, Cerro Tejet – excuse me, I'm going to say it wrong, but Te Tejeretas. So it took us a while to get there, but it is, I thought, really, you know, really worth it. Uh, no, excuse me. I said it wrong. That's Playa Bacarizo. Playa Bacarizo was the one we went to. And then on the way back, we stopped at Mirador uh, Cerro Tejeretas. And there's some lava rocks there. You can snorkel pretty much everywhere. Just always carry your snorkel with you if you're going. I think that would be a wise thing to bring with you, just a snorkel and, and goggles that you, way you can pop in anywhere you want to go and you don't have to rent them every day. Um, I didn't bring them only because starting in Chile, it would have been just one extra thing to fit in my bag. And I just didn't have a lot of stuff. So after that, we watched, actually, we both fell asleep on the beach together, um, just, and got ready to hopefully wake up in time to see the sunset, which I think we did at the, right at the tail end. And sure enough, the lifeguards come and make everyone leave. And that's okay because there's really nothing else to do there at night. Um, we walked back into town and we found, um, well, I found, I guess some avocados and stuff and thinking that's all I could get. Cause we were, I had heard there was like $20 for burgers, $6 cans of Coke. 
Um, and as a backpacker on a budget, you can actually get affordable stuff. And um, Jess knew this too, and she learned it from somewhere, but just asking for like the, the dinner men, uh, lunch menu or the dinner menu, um, they often would have like a $7 dinner and it's just like a fixed menu of like rice, beans and like something else. So it was a little more challenging being vegetarian, just, um, but Jess would like really nicely ask them um, if they also could have a vegetarian option and they would usually make an omelet. I think I had an omelet every day on this trip, whether I wanted it or not, but that was okay. And so we had a really nice meal with soup and it was like a veggie and we both were super, super excited. It was a great full day. Um, and we were ready for the next day, which we had booked before we went out um, that day for the 360 tour. And that probably is the most popular tour to do there on San Cristobal. And we both, I think we both agreed that it was the best tour that we did on the island. So just because we saw so much wildlife um, under the water. And it was just like, I, I is everywhere I've snorkeled, I've never seen that much. So I would highly recommend it um, if you're going to do it. We booked it the night before. Four, but we had messaged them, I think, two days prior to kind of reserve a spot. I wouldn't, I don't know, I wouldn't risk it, but I guess depending on what season you're going in to, you know, when and where you're going to, you're going to, um, if you want to book it or not. Um, but yeah, so we saw a lot of really cool stuff on that tour. Um, took us to like five different spots, tons of turtles, so many turtles, you're almost bored with them. Well, I mean, people said that as an analogy, but I don't think you ever get, at least I don't get bored seeing amazing turtles. And we didn't see any sharks. Just kind of saw some like tail ends of some and our guide saw some sharks. And yeah, I mean, each spot, the only thing it was a little bit fast, like you'd get to a place and they'd have a little bit of time and he'd everyone get out. But, um, you know, I think they just have to kind of cater to everyone and that makes it a little more challenging. But they, this company that we went with um, had, I think we paid about $180, which is the kind of the going rate. So if you book it, online ahead you from america you may find it higher but if you can try and get it for about 180 i think you're going to be doing good but yeah they gave us snacks throughout the day um i am not good with boats like i get seasick pretty easy and unfortunately i got like really seasick that day and i kind of didn't want to like be a bummer so i just kind of tried to be a trooper and it was bad i think i just took like the mild dramamine and i needed like the full one so I still, though, got sleepy from that and still got sick. It was like the worst, but I still had a great time and I loved seeing all the animals. Um, so please do the um, 360 tour. If you do go to San Cristobal, it will be a real highlight for sure. Um, okay, so that's just a real quick snapshot of San Cristobal. If you do go, um, also on the other side, you will, uh, I guess there's really... There's one other beach that I walked to just to try and catch a sunset and I barely made it. It was like an hour walk there. Um, I probably wouldn't recommend that one, but San Cristobal is quite small and you'll kind of get a real feel for how small it is once you just walk around a little bit. And there's also some weirdly nice places like sushi bars and like, I don't know, it doesn't go with the whole kind of island vibe I thought it would be, but all right. So the next place we went to was we went to Santa Cruz Island and we took the 7 a.m. ferry. Um, you have to be there a little bit early. Paid $30 and it was a two and a half hour ride. Um, okay, about the ride. So it's kind of a chaos lining up. Everyone is lined up everywhere. We were in the wrong line. We had no idea. And someone came and saw that we had the, they give you these little name badges and we had the right wrong name badge. So they quickly hustled us over to where we were supposed to be. And we were able to, to make that work. But so be in the right spot, be ready to go. 
And yes, it is a really bumpy ride. I think Jess and I both knew it was going to be terrible. We kind of assumed it was going to be terrible. And even though we tried to, you know, definitely not complain, I think we just both decided to, I'm going to lay on you, you lay on me, and let's try and just take a nap. So we slept actually in a weird, contorted, horrible for your neck and back position for at least an hour, probably two hours. And it's like a two and a half hour ferry. So just be ready. A lot of people, if you looked around, were either passed out or looking not so great. So uh, be ready for a long, bumpy ferry to get to the next island. We stayed the first night at Posada del Mar, which was um, really nice. I really recommend that if you can uh, find that one. It's really close to town and it's more affordable. Obviously, you go on the other side of town, there's really fancy ones too. So this one was affordable. It had a kitchen. We made the best meal. Well, okay, fine. Just made the best meal, but I ate the best meal. We went shopping at the grocery store and it was absolutely wonderful. They had like, it's kind of like a little Whole Foods, but not. Um, well, it was even more expensive than Whole Foods, but still we found stuff that we could make affordably. And like, we, I was so full. We had like bread and avocados and just made this like cucumber salad. So we had like actual fresh veggies it was wonderful. So the kitchen that they have there is terrific. And we even got a bunch of food for the next morning for breakfast too. So super awesome stay there. And our room was like really, really nice. Um, what else? Okay. So the next morning in Santa Cruz, um, Jess went scuba diving and excuse me. Yeah. Scuba diving. I can't remember the company name or the one she went to. I want to say maybe Los Tunelas. I want to say that was a tour she went on, but I'm not 100% sure. Um, and I rented a bike. There's a lot of bike shops. And then I just took the city bus. If you kind of can find the city bus, you can take your bike. And I locked it to the back of the bus, hoping it would stay on. And you can bike it, but you're going uphill for like, I mean, it would take you at least two and a half, two hours, two and a half hours. So this saved a ton of time to get me up into the inlands, the highlands, excuse me where I went to the crater for, I got off in Santa Rosa, Santa Rosa, looked for the bus stop and had him let me off there. And then I just had it saved in my map already. And I went to the craters. And once I kind of walked around the craters, I got back on my bike and biked down to um, where the turtles are. There's like two farms to do the turtle tours. And there's also the giant tunnel tour. So the tunnel tour I was like, it's like a volcano tunnel and I was super not into tunnels or caves or I definitely have heard too many stories of people getting trapped and I'm claustrophobic. So this one was actually not that bad though. I kind of like challenged myself to go in it and was like, okay, I can go farther. And I just kept going, kept going. And it was actually pretty wide. Only one point do you actually have to crawl and that part freaked me out. But, um, and then I got to go see the tortoises, which were really cool. They're all over the place. They're natural. I mean, I know there is fencing, so but it's supposed to be where they can leave if they want. They just choose to come there, I guess, because there's just a ton of food and like grass that they can eat and things like that. Um, the tour guide was pretty cool. I was the only one that spoke English, but he was able to stop and like translate some stuff for me. But there's only one tour guide who does um, the translation. So there's two main companies right there out of Santa, right outside Santa Rosa at these two ranches. One is more famous. The other I didn't hear about. So I chose the um, the the other one based on the recommendation of the person um, at the front desk of the of the hotel. And it was really cool. I really, really think the tortoises are so unique, so weird. Um, and so just like cute looking. And so I had a great time. And then the way back, I stopped. There's actually an animal sanctuary for animal lovers out there 
on the bike ride back, you bike ride back into Santa Cruz town. Um, there's a little animal sanctuary up the side of the freeway. You can stop, donate, pet the dogs, and then keep rolling. And then I stopped at some small little towns, one for some fruits to eat and then one for water. But it took me about only 45 minutes at most to bike all the way back. Because it's mostly downhill going back into town, which was awesome. The Highlands is a lot cooler than the beach. It's like actual like fresh air, like like fresh, like crisp, cool air. And um, oh, and the bus costs, I think, two dollars. So just FYI, because I think a taxi was like 20. I think they wanted 20 to take me up there. So it saves you a lot of money, too. Um, after that, Jess had a good time at her. I don't think she saw too many sharks. It was like the conditions can be like, you know, depending on the day, they can be good. Some days can be bad. So just, you know, be ready to not, you know, see everything you want to see potentially. Um, just have a good mindset um, like she did. And I think you're going to have a really good time still. After that, we met and we, there's like a strip that um, her uncle told us about that was like a lot of restaurants and they're all pretty affordable restaurants. Um, I think, and they're all coming up to you, trying to get you to come in. Unfortunately, it's probably my choice. I just picked one because I had vegetarian and poor Jess, like always goes along with places that accommodate me too. So super sweet of her, but it didn't turn out to be such a great spot to eat. So um, that's okay though. We still ate kind of hung out before we headed back and um we ended up staying at one other hostel because ours wasn't available for the next night and um i'm not even going to recommend it because it, it was pretty bad <laughs> i think it was, i'll just say it so you know stay there at hostel el Paraiso, and yeah it was just not good it was like the worst of the trip so just fyi um they're not all amazing but it was affordable i think we paid like 45 a night for that one and i think the i don't know Hot, uh, the first night Posada Del Mar was like 70, but it was really nice. So for that island, I think that's a pretty good deal. Um, other things we did, we went to the Darwin's exhibit. We went there, got up early in the morning because it closed at five. Uh, it was the first thing we did, and we both had a really good time. Um, we learned a lot about Darwin. Um, it's a really informative tour. We're the only one on it. I thought those turtles there were fascinating. They had even longer necks than the ones that I had seen up in the highlands. Um, and just, we learned so much on this trip about evolution. I don't know about Jess, but I can only speak for myself. I really didn't know much about evolution. And then this trip is literally like a just walking history museum, just with, whoa, like, look at that tree. Like, look how the branches starts five feet up or whatever. You know, they have learned to evolve, start that high because they were getting eaten by the animals or whatever it might be. You know, the cactuses there are a lot taller where the fruits give off, um, the turtles next, you know, why do they have to grow or, you know, some of the, some of the um, birds, why don't they fly? You know, they didn't have any natural predators. So we learned so much. And I think the Darwin exhibit um, in the tour they give, I think for $10 was really, really neat. So another beach we caught, there's a little small beach there in town, kind of everyone goes to, um, we took one option was right. It's right next to the Charles Darwin. It's really rocky, but um, just caught a little nap there. And I popped in for some snorkeling. We also went to the other side, which you have to take a little boat for a dollar. I think all the boats are a dollar. Every time you get on a boat, you're going to pay a dollar. And it took us to this little spot where you get off. And we walked. And we went to the mangroves. We walked past a nice, beautiful beach that you can't swim on because it's dangerous. Um, and then you get to the mangroves where we snorkeled around, but we really didn't see anything. Um, and the, we ended up going to Las Grietas. 
um, which I thought was super cool. It was like us and just some other people, just a few other people in there. And it was crystal clear water. Like it comes in from the ocean into this crack and just fills this like little kind of, I don't know what you'd call it, like a, not a cave, but um, a little canyon almost with water. And it's just, I don't know. I thought it was absolutely beautiful. So that one you must do if you go. I thought that was really cool. And we had a little tour guide and she wasn't the best tour guide, but we had a great time and we had the GoPro with us there. Um, and we took some cool pictures and it was a pretty easy tour. And we got back about 5.30, took the boat back to where we were and um, had some dinner before we called it a night. But that was about it for what we did. It was a short trip to the Galapagos. So just those two islands, the highlight, I thought for um, San Cristobal was a kicker rock tour. We had also heard Bar Bartolome is a really cool island to go to. Um, as far as Santa Cruz, I loved the highlands um, just for the biking. Um, the turtles are neat at the Darwin Research Center. And Las Grietas is really cool if you are going to um, see something different than all the beautiful beaches, which there's so many, you know, you could almost have your pick. The um, next day, we did have to take the first, one of the earlier flights out. So to do that, you pay about, I think we paid $25. They wanted 30, we bargained 25, but it's a really far drive. So it's worth it. You got to put your stuff in the back of the truck and then you get there and then take you on a boat across the bay, then on a, a shuttle to the airport. So there's a couple steps. So give yourself a lot of time. We're super glad we did uh, because there's also stuff you got to like fill out to leave too. So um, other than that, I really liked it. It's like no place I'd ever been. I wish I had another you know, maybe a couple days on each island or maybe at least time to go to one more island just to see if there's anything different. Um, I know for Jess, she is a underwater baby who would love to explore all the underwater places um, that it has to offer there. So she probably would have loved more snorkeling. So I think if you go, you're gonna have a great time. You can do it pretty affordably as we proved on our trip. And I think um, it's gonna be, you know, one of the highlights of your time in Ecuador. So safe travels if you make it to Galapagos and have a great time. Hope this helped and that's it.